0: Doctor Who has bid farewell to a staggering number of companions over the years. That's the reality of life with the Doctor human lifespans pale in insignificance against that of a Time Lord. Some of these departures have been victorious, happy endings, like Martha Jones's moment of self actualization when she accepts that the Doctor will never see her in the same way he saw Rose. A companion exit is most successful when the audience feels something. A Doctor Who companion is their way in, the identification figure amongst all the madness of time travel and alien planets. So with all that in mind then, I'm Ellie with Who Culture and here are the 9 Saddest Doctor Who Companion Exits Number 9 Adric in Earthshock Earthshock begins with Adric trying to convince the Doctor that he can mathematically plot a course back to his home world. It ends with him staying on board a crashing space freighter determined to work out the final logic code. When a dying Cyberman blasts the console, Adric is doomed to never know the answer and is blown to smithereens as the freighter crashes into Earth. What's interesting about the death of Adric is that it's not a noble sacrifice to save the Doctor and his friends. It's the result of his youthful arrogance. He says he's trying to stop the crash to save Earth, but it's his obsession with being right that ultimately leads to his death. What really sells the sadness of the moment isn't the lingering close-up of his shattered star or mathematical excellence, it's the emphasis on the Doctor's inability to do anything. Despite how he's remembered now, Adric's death traumatised a generation of young viewers, and the Doctor not reassuring the audience that everything will be okay plays a big part in that. Years later, towards the end of Billy Piper's second series, Fifth Doctor actor Peter Davison emailed Russell T Davies in order to reassure his kids that Rose Tyler wouldn't die. Davies emailed back simply with, You killed Adric. What do you care? Number eight, Rose in Doomsday. To the relief of Peter Davidson and his sons, Rose Tyler didn't die. Instead, she was separated from the Doctor when she became trapped in a parallel world. It was the natural conclusion for a Doctor and companion who had become inseparable. Their need to be together is what ultimately leads Rose to join the Doctor at the top of Torchwood's Canary Wharf office. Rose isn't alone in this new universe, however. She has parallel Pete, the father she always wanted, and her mother, Jackie. Finally, she has the family that she always wanted, but at the cost of her relationship with the Doctor. Rose has always neglected those close to her in pursuit of a life of adventure with the Doctor, so stranding her in the alternative universe is arguably cruel, but it allows her to appreciate what really matters. The lessons that she's learned from the Doctor and the support of her newfound family will ensure that she'll have a fantastic life just like the ninth Doctor had wanted for her. Of course, this bittersweet ending is undone when she's eventually reunited with the Doctor, who palms off his half-human duplicate as her clone concubine. Number seven, Tegan in Resurrection of the Daleks. Tegan endures a great deal of torment in her time with the Doctor. Her Aunt Vanessa is murdered by the Master, she has her mind invaded by an evil psychic serpent, her friend Adric is blown up, she gets fired from her job as an air hostess, and yet she still decides to get back on board the TARDIS at the end of Ark of Infinity. She finally decides that she's had enough a year later in Resurrection of the Daleks. Tegan doesn't get much to do in the story other than get a bump on the head and witness a whole host of people die horribly. It's no surprise that she decides her their adventures with the Doctors have stopped being fun. It's more surprising that their adventures were ever fun in the first place. Tegan's criticism of the Doctor draws attention to the amount of horror and violence in the 1980s era, something that will only increase over the next year. What's sad about Tegan's farewell is that she leaves on bad terms, rashly running out of the warehouse. By the time she returns, the Doctor and Turlow have left. Number six, K-9 in School Reunion. Of the many innovations of the Russell T Davies era, one of the lesser championed ones was how it made audiences weep for K-9 in the late 70s and 80s, writers would regularly blow up the tin dog, or contrive ways to keep him in the TARDIS in order to avoid writing for the character. In Toby Whitehouse's school reunion, however, K-9 blowing up holds dramatic weight. Staying behind to defeat the Quillitane, K-9 detonates the oil and perishes in the explosion. He even gets to deliver an action hero-style one-liner. As the kids all celebrate their school being blown up, the 10th Doctor puts his arm around a grieving Sarah Jane. K-9's death is so affecting because he has come to represents Sarah's last connection to her life with the Doctor. He hasn't worked properly for years, but she still keeps him in the boot of her car, almost as a memento. When he dies, it severs that link with her old life. It's heartbreaking, but it gives Sarah the chance to move on and form a new relationship with the 10th Doctor, Rose, and Mickey. And even though she gets a shiny new canine, it doesn't undermine his noble sacrifice. Number 5. Jamie and Zoe in The War Games By the end of The War Games, the second Doctor has been forced to request help from his own people to dismantle the perverse games of the war chief. Their assistance comes at a cost, however, and the Doctor is put on trial for his meddling. Before he's marched off to court, he is allowed to say goodbye to his companions, Jamie and Zoe, before the Time Lords send them back to their proper time and place. Unfortunately for them, the Time Lords wipe their memories of their adventures with the Doctor after the first time they met him, so Zoe remembers defeating the Cybermen on the wheel and nothing else whilst Jamie is left to fend for himself in a brutal post colodon Scotland. It's an ending so sad and unjust that it's made a big impact on fans over the years. Number 4. Sarah Jane Smith in The Hand of Fear The original plan for Sarah Jane's departure was to kill her off in a story about the Foreign Legion. But script editor Robert Holmes disliked the script and nixed the idea. Holmes' decision would unwittingly change the shape of the modern series. I mean, who would they have put in School Reunion instead? Nissa? Due to her intended departure story being abandoned, Sarah's leaving was hastily written into the climax of The Hand of Fear. However, Tom Baker and Elizabeth Sladen found it to be completely unsuitable, and instead worked out a version between themselves. It's a sweet, understated scene, as the Doctor is recalled to Gallifrey and has to let Sarah go. They promise not to forget each other, and you almost forget that it was an abrupt last-minute change. What makes Sarah's departure sad is that it doesn't hold the weight that it really should. Sarah Jane Smith was one of the greatest, companions, and having her simply dropped off on the wrong street just feels wrong. Sadder still is that Sladen reportedly only left because she mistakenly believed that producer Philip Hinchcliffe would want to create his own companion. Multiple new series episodes, two Doctors, and four and a half spin-off series later, it all worked out okay for her in the end. Number 3. Donna Noble in Journey's End Donna Noble's exit is dreadfully sad. She achieves her full potential, defeats the Daleks, saves the universe, and grows a whole new Doctor, only for it all to be cruelly erased from her memory to save her life. It's devastating because she has no real say in the matter. The Doctor takes it upon himself to wipe her brain without her consent. He feels terrible about it, obviously but look how devastated he is standing in the rain. The tonal shift from the celebratory towing of the Earth by the TARDIS to Donna's mind wipe is enough to give you whiplash. It's a real downer of an ending to a series that had the most likable Doctor and companion pairing of the modern series. In the closing moments of The End of Time, however, the Doctor returns to put things right. On the day of Donna's wedding to a much nicer man than Ragnos agent Lance, he presents Wilf and Sylvia with a winning lottery ticket that will ensure she can afford to do all the travelling that she once dreamed of. It still doesn't take away from the gut punch of Journey's end, though. 2. Susan in Dalek Invasion of Earth The closing scenes of the Dalek Invasion of Earth find the Doctor making the decision to allow Susan to live a normal life something his ninth incarnation will later state that he can never have. It's notable for being the very first companion exit, and also for being one of the most emotionally charged. Recognizing that Susan has fallen in love with young resistance fighter David, the Doctor locks the doors of the TARDIS and practically forces her to live happily ever after. It's one of William Hartnell's finest performances in the role, and his warmth and melancholy makes it a sweeter moment than it sounds. It's an incredibly strong character moment for the regular cast. Barbara and Ian have humanized the Doctor, and in softening him, have allowed him to see that his freewheeling life of adventure will only hold Susan back. He has to cut the ties and give his blessing to her romance with David. Otherwise, she'll throw away a stable, rewarding future to get back inside the TARDIS and travel to who knows where. It's a beautiful moment that gives a real insight into the Doctor's psychology in a way that the series would rarely attempt until 2005. Number 1. Joe Grant in The Green Death The ending of The Green Death and Doctor Who's tenth season is a celebratory one. There's a party, and in a much-needed portrait of unity, stuffy military types rub shoulders with progressive environmental activists. So why is Joe Grant's departure the Saddest Companion exit? Throughout the story, the Doctor is coming to terms with the fact that his companion has outgrown him. She turns down the chance to visit Metebelis III to join the protests in Wales, where she spends an increasing amount of time with Cliff. The Doctor can see that she's falling for a younger, more handsome, more human version of him, but is unable to voice his sadness. With the party in full swing and Joe leaving her life in the TARDIS behind, there's a melancholy note to proceedings. Without saying goodbye, the third doctor quietly departs from the festivities, gets in his car, and drives away into the twilight. It's such a memorable moment that Steven Moffat and Mark Gatiss later referenced it in the Sherlock episode, The Sign of Three, when Holmes departs John and Mary Watson's wedding in a similar fashion. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag, say hello to Quince.